time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening, welcome to Red Friday. Your best look ahead to the weekend sport with major focus on the Dons. From Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, we look back at a good week on the park for the Dons. While tomorrow lunchtime, it's a visit of Neil Lennon and his Hibs team to the North East. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the Premiership and we'll have the predictor as ever. And after all the off-the-field happenings involving the manager had been put to bed, Aberdeen recorded back-to-back victories on the road at Dundee and St Johnston to keep themselves level on points with Rangers in the league table, Dave. Yes, that's right. And uh, tomorrow, the gaffer is looking forward to pitting his wits against Neil Lennon. Habs have certainly um, added to the league this year. You know, I think Neil's got them going well. The bounce I've had from promotion and obviously the year before winning the cup is is evident, you know, and I think they've... um, Quitted to the, the Premier League brilliantly as I thought they would do, you know, with the experience I've got. I actually like them somewhat in my Aberdeen team the first couple of years. I think that they've Neil's made um, got the best out of players that was already at the club um, and he's added good experience and um, he's got good wide players, you know, similar to, to what we we were a few years ago, I think, in terms of that side of it. He's got the club moving the right way, the club are, the supporters are turning out in good numbers. And I think they are, they are where they are in the league, and rightly so, they'll be challenging at the top end of the table right throughout the end of the season. And it should be a good game, Andrew. We're uh, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. Um, it was a decent game down at Easter Road. Uh, we had to dig deep to win it, thanks to Gary Mackay-Stevens' goal. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think the, the manager and Neil Lennon, very similar type uh, managers. Uh, they both want to play decent football. It's interesting to note there's only 10 days difference between the two of them in age. Neil Lennon's slightly older than Derek, but uh, the two obviously have great respect for each other. Absolutely. And uh, we were all at Perth on Wednesday night when it it was uh, another cold one, shall we say. Um, and uh, again, it was great to see Stevie May back and he almost got a goal and he's returned to his old stomping ground. Yeah, that would have been terrific if the ball could have uh, actually gone into the net rather than come uh, smacking back off uh, the woodwork. Stevie May uh, looking good on Wednesday night and he expects the high bees to provide dangerous opposition. They're definitely a side ball ability in you know, potential to hurt you in, in various areas. It was a hard-fought game. The game we beat them there, at their place. Uh, probably one of our stronger performances, you know, in terms of going somewhere and getting a result this season. Uh, but yeah, we know we're, we know we're in for a tough, a tough challenge tomorrow. But you know, it's one we're up for. In our camp, the spirits are high, and we've been at the game of confidence. So hopefully, we can get a good start. You know, there's been the game on obviously Wednesday, and that we started the game well. It definitely makes it a lot easier than maybe previously in, in the season earlier on. We'd lost the first goal and kind of that took us that to get going. But, you know, you know solid from the back, the base, uh, and, and forward from there, that's that's what we're going to look to do tomorrow. And Hibbs, one of the teams, Andrew, that uh, we've had challenges from Hearts, we've had challenges from Rangers, and now, and now Hibbs, it's a, a very competitive table. It is, and, uh, you know, it, it's good for the Scottish game that um, you do have more than just Aberdeen uh, being challengers to Celtic but uh, as you say there's quite a few clubs challenging for our position as, as second best and uh, Hibs are one of them uh, I think Stevie May hits it right in the head there It's that first goal tomorrow is going to be so important and if Aberdeen can get it they can go and build in the, the confidence that they've been
been uh, gaining from their last two victories. But if Hibs get it, then all of a sudden it's they've got something to hold on to and we've got to go chasing the game. Yeah, it's another one where if we win, Dave, uh, we move uh, a nice big daylight between ourselves and uh, the Hibs. But if it goes the other way, all of a sudden it's very, very close. Yeah, it's the uh, proverbial uh, six-pointer. I know that sounds uh, more than a, a little cliche, but as Andrew said, you know, from a neutral point of view, it's exciting to see a number of teams uh, challenging for second place, challenging Aberdeen uh, to, to finish best of the rest. And Derek McInnes, for one, welcomes the challenge. There's nothing wrong with what Hibs having that confidence and you know belief. You know, I'm sure it comes from the manager and you know their performances would give them every right to suggest that. But we've finished second here the last few years by a considerable amount of points you know it's we've cemented second way um, way before this season finished last season I think was our lowest margin I think it was nine points ahead of Rangers so every year especially teams that have come up hearts have come in and, and I think they were quite vocal on what they were going to do and, and challenges for second and we've seen that off Rangers last year coming up um, Hibs this year you know so the challenge is always there you know for us and uh, you know, the challenge is with ourselves first and foremost you know I think that's we want to get to a, a level of performance and a level of points that, that we're pleased with and since uh, last week's show of course um, immediately after the show we had a 1-0 win down at Dens and then 3-0 and so back-to-back victories two clean sheets all of a sudden things are looking a lot rosier. Absolutely and uh, you could see that from the demeanour of the manager on, on Wednesday night you know, all smiles, having a laugh and a joke which we hadn't seen uh, for a couple of weeks because of the pressure he was under with the, all the speculation that was flying around but uh, that um, seems to have been uh, reflected out in the pitch as well. I thought Aberdeen played with almost an arrogance uh, certainly a swagger and a confidence on Wednesday night that was really nice to see and uh, let's hope that they can keep that going tomorrow. And they'll be going into the game Dave with uh, full of confidence as, as Andrew said they, they really they didn't just beat St Johnson they really demolished them yeah they, they, they you know they swept uh, St Johnson aside and it could easily have been uh, four or five nil that's what the winning margin could have been three nil of anything uh, flattered St Johnson I think they got off quite lightly but it was great to see Aberdeen uh, record those back to back wins two in the space of a week two very good victories and Stevie May says that Aberdeen's mental strength helped them through their aforementioned sticky spell. Compared to kind of Mollywell early in the season when we lost that game, you know, and we went straight back, you know, a few days later and picked up the result. Uh, it definitely shows character, which the boys have in team spirit. Uh, two tough away games that can be made, but we made them, you know, a lot easier than that the last two uh, by starting the games well uh, and kind of pushing off there. Dundee later on, it was kind of when the damage was done, but St John's, you know, we came out of the traps and like Kilmarnock, we, we got the early goals, which make the game a lot easier, other than coming from behind, like I say. So, yeah, as I say, tomorrow, hopefully, you know, it, it comes right from kick-off and, and, you know, can put an impression on the game. Stevie May there, and uh, it it will be a close one, so, I mean... It You've we've mentioned it, Stevie's mentioned it, the first goal is going to be crucial. Yeah, I think it will be. Uh, I'm just a wee bit concerned about um, Hibbs' goalkeeping situation because uh, Offier Marciano didn't look clever at either of the two Rangers' goals in midweek. His manager had a bit of a pop at him, particularly for the way in the second one where he felt that he'd anticipated a cross and almost dived the wrong way when Morelos stuck it inside his near post. They don't have much cover because Ross Laidlaw is injured, so they've only got the, the young lad, Maciek Dubrovsky, 
if he decides to change things. So that could be something that uh, Aberdeen could benefit from. But I think it will be fairly tight. But um, I think the, the way the Dons played against St Johnston, for me, suggests that they're going to go on and, and do pretty well. Yeah, I don't expect uh, him to change the, the side too much tomorrow, Derek. No, I, I wouldn't have thought so. It's, it's that classic case, isn't it, Dave, of the, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Continuity is good. And um, everybody played their part. Everybody played really well uh, in the victory against St. Johnson. So I, I think it will be uh, pretty much the same. Yeah, and uh, we're, we're coming close, Andrew, to the transfer window. Um, I, th- I think uh, the manager, is it? publicly went public that uh, if Naum again is interested in coming back he's a player that uh, he would obviously be interested in speaking to because he's still an international he knows Aberdeen he keeps in touch with Derek so the signs are pretty positive I would have said so um, I, I think Niall loved his time here and would jump at the chance and uh, you know he he went to Korea and it didn't work out for him. We know why he went to Korea. Uh, it wasn't to advance his career. It was to boost his bank balance. Uh, but, you know, to get himself back into the, the international limelight, because remember, he dropped out of the Irish squad uh, for the playoffs. Although he's he's had a hernia operation, it may have been a little bit of that um, that, that caused him to drop out of Michael O'Neill's thinking. But uh, if he wants to get back into the international reckoning, he, he needs to be playing regularly and... Well, his his career at Aberdeen made sure that he was a first pick for Northern Ireland. It'd be great to see him back. Absolutely, it would be, and and hopefully we will see. The January window obviously mm. is not, never as significant as the the, the summer window, but yeah. we have made over the years the likes of Adam Rooney came in and, and Shay Logan, and who are now obviously first team regulars. Yeah, that's right. It would be great to to see some uh, more quality being brought into the squad. Uh, you know, I think everybody would welcome now again back with open arms, Dave. As for the manager, he says that discussions with the chairman on budgets to bolster the squad, they've gone well. These things are always ongoing, although we have meetings and, um, you know, and ahead of the transfer, transfer windows, whether it's in the summer or whether it's in January, we're always, these conversations are always quite fluid and just at times, you know, try to get a bit of clarity of what we would like to try and do. Um, and, you know, there's always been that support from the club. You know, we obviously we don't have the funds that maybe one or two other clubs have, but well, certainly it's no stop to try to improve the squad in the past and, and it won't again. And uh, I'm pleased with the squad. In terms of numbers, I think we're more than fine. I think the emergence of some of the younger ones this season has bolstered the squad. Um, so, again, we uh, it's not always an easy month to bring good recruitments in, but you know, there may be, well be the flexibility to do one or two things if we, if we feel the need. That's uh, Derek McInnes there, and hopefully there will be some transfer movement in the January window. Back to tomorrow's game, we've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Here's boss Neil Lennon. If we keep performing the way we perform, we'll win more games than lose. So that's the, the number of it, though, is to try and replicate that performance again. It's a very quick turnover from Wednesday night, so we can't do anything really with them on the training ground. I don't want to either, it's just about recovery. Um, and we've tried to you know, mix and match and rotate the squad a little bit, not overdo it. So I think the players should take a lot of confidence from the performance on Wednesday and um, you know, take that into the game tomorrow. Well, there's been much discussion about uh, Hibs' challenge for second place amongst others. Here's the Hibs manager's take on things. It's difficult to say. I think you know, Motherwell are still in there. You know, Hearts have won the last couple of games. So I think the 
maybe a few others will have a say in it as we go along. St Johnson, you can never write them off either. So I wouldn't say at the minute it's a three-way battle, no. We've still got a lot of football before January, and then we can regroup and uh, have a look at what we want and what we need, or if we need anything to improve. But I'm very, very happy with the, the standard of football we're playing. It's very high kill. I think, only outside of Celtic, I think we're playing the best football in the division. Well, someone would argue with that one, I think. Mm. Uh, Dave, uh, tomorrow's game, you're, you're one to watch. Yeah, my one to watch um, tomorrow, one or two uh, good contenders uh, there. I'm, I'm going to go for Greg Stewart. I thought he looked very good against St. Johnson, and Derek had been asking, of course, in the lead-up to this for better supply from wide positions for the, the strikers, and he set up, of course, the Don's opening goal for Adam Rooney. Greg is now moving in the right direction, I feel, and he's producing more of what he's capable of. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Adam Rooney, I think, having broken his goal drought, which was uh, nine games, which is most unlike Adam uh, to go that length of time, albeit um, he, he didn't play 90 minutes every game, uh, but he, he scored a, an excellent goal. When you see it again, you know, a first-time shot uh, gives Xander Clark no chance of... Uh, of putting anything on on the thing uh, I think Adam's one of those players that once he gets one he goes on a run and scores in a fair number of games so I fancy the big Irishman to well, score again tomorrow It's time to talk dogs Stand free with North Sound 1's Red Friday you're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway, and me, Dave McDermott. The Dons phase Hibs at Petaudry tomorrow lunchtime. Time for the predictor. How's the scores on the doors with the league table, Dave? Uh, the scores on the doors with the league table. Well, last week uh, the Red Army uh, earned seven points. Um, I earned four. Andrew three, and yourself two. So here's how the uh, league table looks now. The Red Army way out in front, sixty-seven points. Then myself and yourself, Dave, uh, tied on fifty-four, and uh, Mister Shiny is on forty-eight points. Well, Red Army represented uh, tonight by uh, our Aberdeen FC colleague Chris Anderson so hopefully he won't do as well as uh, Phil McDonald did last week so we'll start off with Aberdeen Hibs Dave Aberdeen Hibs um, it's going to be a tough one it's going to be an entertaining game open exciting I think Aberdeen will win 2-0 Andrew I'm going to go 3-1 although as Dave said it will be a exciting but quite a tough game but I, th- I think Aberdeen showed enough on Wednesday night to suggest that they're about to hit top form and will inflict on Hibs their first away defeat of the season. Let's hope so. Chris has gone for 2-1 Aberdeen and I've gone for 1-0 Aberdeen. Uh, other games tomorrow Andrew Dundee Partick Well Partick Thistle got a morale boosting victory in midweek and I think they're going to build on that with a 2-1 victory at Dens Park uh, Dave? Uh, the exact reverse, I think it'll be 2-1 Dundee. Uh, Chris has gone Dundee nil, Partick 1, and I've got 1 each. Hamilton, Ross County, Dave? Well, Aki's without a win in four games, two defeats and two draws. County are winless in five, three losses and two draws, so really neither side is exactly uh, pulling up the trees just now. Both would probably settle for a draw, and that's what I predict, 0-0. Uh, Andrew? Well, I'm going to go for a draw as well, 2-2. And Chris has gone for 1-1 and I've gone for 2-2 so there is no chance whatsoever of that being a draw. <laughs> uh, Kilmarnock Motherwell, Andrew? Well, Kilmarnock uh, are 
a different looking animal now that Steve Clark's got a hold of them and uh, I think they'll continue their their uh, success at home would you believe with a 2-1 victory against Motherwell to make it two home wins in the last about five years <laughs> Dave another draw for me 1-1 uh, Chris has gone Kilmarnock 2 Motherwell nil, and I've gone 2-1 for Kelly. Rangers St Johnston Dave well the Saints um, they've been on a pretty poor run of results haven't they They're going all the way back to a 3-0 loss at Pataudry in September they've suffered 7 defeats and 1 draw and just Two wins. Rangers, I feel, will make home advantage count in this one. 2 0. Andrew? 2 0 to me as well. I'm afraid I thought St Johnston were awful on Wednesday night. I've gone 2 uh, 1, and Chris has gone 3 0 to Rangers. And on Sunday, lunchtime, 12 30 kickoff, Andrew Hearts against Celtic. Well, uh, so often we'll we look at this fixture and say Celtic are going to get a tough game, and they go through to Tynecastle and they absolutely batter Hearts. And I see no change at all to that. I think it's going to be 3 0 to Celtic. Dave? Uh, not quite as uh, big a winning margin. I'm going 3 1 Celtic. And uh, Chris? has gone 3-1 and I've gone 3-1 Celtic so uh, that's our predictor for this week and in League 2 uh, Peter Header on the road at Berwick Rangers tomorrow nice trip for the boys right uh, Adam Rooney and the Starship Enterprise what's it all about? Starship Enterprise well <laughs> it's a bit of a, a, a good natured Twitter spat Dave it all started when the duo were snapped holding Christmas tree baubles it was all in support of the charity Cajonas Scotland which raises awareness of testicular and prostate cancer there's a bit of crack on, on Twitter I don't think anyone else is surprised as me when I saying they had a tweet from William Shatner <laughs> trolling me so uh, it's all right my mates now but uh, no it was a bit of crack it's obviously it raised a lot of awareness for a serious problem for a lot of fellas so uh, no it's, it's great he got as much publicity as it has so who, who started it then? him he started trolling me um, <laughs> I thought it was a parody it was a par- I thought it was a parody account when I seen and I clicked on it and said two and a half million followers now <laughs> <laughs> I have to come back at him here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get an appeal, so uh, yeah, no, as I say, it's a bit of crack. So how do you settle this dispute then? How do you settle this dispute? No, we, we leave it, we leave it as it is for now. We'll hopefully, we'll catch him one day at a game and we'll have to settle somewhere. What, <laughs> one of the most surreal moments in your life, Order? Yeah, it was a bit strange, right? Yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of the lads just found it, found it funny. They thought I held me on, which is, is good. I thought I'd get a bit stick today, otherwise. So that was it, it's great. It's done, it's kind of gone viral and raised a lot of work awareness for, for the campaign which is obviously the say Cajona Scotland are buzzing off us off probably hiring me next year it's, it's a great way to get the the message across isn't it yeah because I've actually have some families who have suffered from the issue so it's uh, now obviously the, the more awareness raised by the whole issue then and the better but uh, I don't think I'll be allowed to every day I was, I was worried about the time we're only allowed 24 hours before and after a game on Twitter so I think I'm not getting fined for it <laughs> <laughs> that's what I had to say otherwise more pictures are coming out <laughs> Yes, one of the more surreal Twitter exchanges and another are now firm friends, Andrew. Yes, um, I believe uh, William Chatner now follows Adam and uh, I think that was so that he could get a message to him saying I'm looking for a signed piece of merchandise from you for my foundation. But uh, yeah, uh, it certainly got people talking and uh, Mark Reynolds, of course, being Mark. What's, what's the big thing? You're getting trolled by an 86-year-old. <laughs> yes, but it's an 86-year-old former Captain Kirk, James <laughs> T, no less. And TJ uh, Hooker. Absolutely. And uh, the, the, the most important thing, Dave, as was alluded to there, fantastic publicity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, a fun way of getting 
across a very uh, serious message and if this can help save lives that's what it's all about at the end of the day Local football and uh, once again for the fourth week in succession it's already being decimated and more games will will follow as well Well, I mean you just need to look outside just now and it's been so cold all week that any pitch that has, has been frozen hasn't shown any sign of thawing at all there's been rain but it's rain going on to onto ice um, four games off as we speak in the PNG Highland League uh, Cove against Rothes Huntley against Inverurie Locos Turriff against Wick Academy and Fort Williams trip to Strathspey Thistle at the moment the game's on Brora Rangers against Fraserburgh Bucky Thistle against Keith Clark against Fermartin Devon Vale against Rothes and Lossiemouth against Nairn County but realistically if we get any action up north, we'll be doing extremely well this weekend. And the worrying thing is, Dave, it's normally after the new year that you start getting all the, the postponements, but uh, already the, the fixture organisers must be tearing their hair out. Yeah, I mean, what you don't want is a, a fixture pile-up at this time of the year because it, it, it'll give sides um, a really, really, really difficult schedule because they could be playing a cycle of like Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday or Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, whatever. And it's, it's, it's tough, it's tough. Yeah, and uh, Dice still trying to get their Scottish Junior Cup third round clash against Irvin Meadow. This would be the fourth week in succession. Fingers crossed that it does uh, manage to beat the Thaw. But, uh, it's got a long way to go before it beats. Was it Inverness Thistle yeah. against Falkirk? 29 times it was postponed Goodness game me. in the Scottish Cup. Yes. I think they got it played about three seasons after the draw was made. That's it on the Red Friday podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Remember, we're on North Sound 1 from 6.30 to 7 o'clock every Friday and the podcast is available both on the website and on iTunes. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.